Welcome to Spring Ridge Church Podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor, Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. You know, this morning in my meditations, I was considering how faithful God is. Great is thy faithfulness. But you know, I don't think God's faithfulness was ever under question. He is faithful. He changes not. Amen? The real question is, am I, am I faithful? And uh, what better way for me to reflect back to Him what He is to me than for me to be to Him what He is to me. And if He's faithful to me, I want to be faithful to Him. That's right. And, uh, you know, my prayer is the Lord would help me to, to be uh, more faithful. You say more faithful. Does that mean you're, you have areas that you're not faithful in? Probably just like you do. <laughs> Amen. And so, it's a, you know, the new year gives us a fresh opportunity to, to uh, examine ourselves. What, what does the, the Word of God say? If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, the Lord says, then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. And uh, I know that all of us would benefit from some sincere introspection, repentance and recommitment to the work of God in our life. And that is our intent in the coming month of January and we trust that the Lord is going to be with us. <laughs> I love children. How about you? I love children. I really do. I remember before my wife and I had children, we would get around with some of our friends that had children. We didn't have children. We was like, so all they talk about is their kids. Like, do they not have anything else going on in their life but their kids? After we had kids, we're like, what else is there to talk about? <laughs> and uh, so we're very thankful for our children. We love them, and I, I honor all of you that brought your children to church tonight. And uh, they may not fully appreciate what you were blessing their life with, because it's our nature not to really appreciate what people do for us. But uh, it's the best, one of the best things you can do for your child is to uh, bring them into the house of the Lord. So tonight, I, I, I'm going I'm to take a text. I know it's not on the wall. You might have a phone or there is this book. You know, it's got pages in it. It's called the Bible. If you have that, you can look at that as well. Um, I'm going to turn, I'm just going to read one verse out of the book of Amos. Amos chapter 1 and verse 1. And it says, The words of Amos, who was among the herdmen of Tekoa, which he saw concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, 
And in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, the king of Israel, comma, two years before the earthquake. I have a really great slide, but it's not on the screen. But that is the title of my message tonight, Two Years Before the Earthquake. Say that with me, two years before the earthquake. Amen. Father, I love you today. Truly, O oh God, I'm thankful, Lord Jesus, for, the, for your faithfulness, but also that we see your faithfulness reflected in the, the lives and the prayers and the, just the, the, the way people are, Lord, these wonderful, precious people that you've given us an opportunity to worship with. Lord, I pray you bless them, not just through this message, but Lord, I pray that in the coming days, unprecedented, unprecedented blessing. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We often do, do not fully appreciate what the Lord does in our life until time passes through. Until we pass through time. We don't fully appreciate what God shows us or even what, what God blesses us with many times until a little time uh, uh, has a way of marinating it and in, in, in retrospect we look it back and say wow that was God Are you, can you all identify with me it is, it is during a time like Amos shares Amos is, is bringing in context this prophecy that people would read after it was given. And he wants them to know, the Lord told me this two years before the earthquake. And uh, if, you, if you just do a little study, I've been meditating on this since early this morning. I actually didn't have the scripture, but I was thinking along this line. And, and uh, whenever I read the scripture, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that... That, that's going to fit in what I have been thinking about today. You know, there was an elderly couple driving down the road in an old beat-up truck. The wife turns to her husband and says, How come we don't sit next to each other going down the road like we used to when we were young? The man looked at his wife and said, I ain't moved. <laughs> come on, man. Yep. <clears throat> that's good about the new year it gives us an opportunity to get closer we, 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 we control a lot of things that happen in our life I got here tonight and it was it wasn't really uh, uh, there's just a little chill in the air but it wasn't enough I didn't want to make it hot so I actually turned on the air conditioner <laughs> Just to drop the temp a few, few so I could turn on the heat and take the chill off. Anybody chilly? Uh, it, it, it may be a waste of electricity or gas, but you know I want y'all to feel comfortable. Uh, y'all, y'all pay the bills, so we want you to be comfortable. And thank God that y'all pay the bills. We pay the bills, and then and God has blessed us. Uh, we, 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 we. The, the Lord has helped us not have to sell a peanut brill to. Pay the bills. Amen. Somebody say praise God. Praise the Lord. Not that I'm opposed to it. Nothing wrong with it. If we ever had to do it, we would do it with joy and be thankful the Lord blessed us with a way to do it. That's right. 
But the Lord's been good to us. Amen. You know, uh, I was thinking about this. When, when you are committed to following God, He may ask you to go further. He may take you further in a particular season, maybe put more on you than, than you were expecting. You may go through things that you uh, did not foresee. But if you are pursuing the will of God, there is strength in doing the will of God. In, in, in the Scripture, the Bible tells us that Jesus went through Samaria while His disciples went to uh, find something to eat. And He sat there and He talked to the Samaritan woman and it was no doubt as the seeds of something that happened in the moment. Uh, the, the, the testimony of the Samaritan woman and all the people that came out. And it was something that happened at that moment, but the Lord was doing something that would bring one of the greatest revivals in Scripture in Acts chapter 8. So there is there's something happening there. And the disciples say, say to him, uh, uh, you know, here's some food. He said, I, I, I'm fine. And he said, have you already eaten? And he said, I have meat that you know not of because my meat is to do the will of God. And I would say to you that, that probably no one in this building is unfamiliar with what I'm talking about. There are times that we have to go in the strength of an old meal, of, of an old word, of an old dream, of an old prophetic word. And, and what keeps us going is something the Lord did for us yesterday. It's something the Lord spoke to us yesterday. And we, we continue on and we think, I couldn't, I would imagine I could have made it this long. I, I would imagine it would take this long, but but here I am, I'm still here, I'm still standing, I'm still faithful, I'm still doing the will of God. There's a scripture in 1 Kings chapter 9, the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him. The, the prophet had said, Arise, eat. Because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink. He went in the street of that meat 40 days and 40 nights to the mountain of God. That's a long time to go on one meal. I would say most of us would say, I don't think I could travel 40 days and 40 nights on one meal. And I would say it's true. Unless the meal was given to you by God. But if God sends an angel to feed you with the meat, it will take you as long and as far as you need to go until the Lord gives you another meal. And I know for myself, I have journeyed and I have walked and I have fought and I have stood and I have I've prayed and I have I've, I've done what the Lord gave me to do on many seasons where it seemed like it was a dry and, 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 and scarce time. But it just seems like every time I got up, I had enough meat to do the will of God. Because doing the will of God is my meat. Come on, somebody. Amen. No, no one knows how long it will be. But I can tell you today, I'm thankful to know that, that, it, that the Lord gives us enough. Amen. There is a supernatural strand of land. A place where the soul is stretched and the mind is challenged. But it is in those places like Jacob found himself running from trouble into an unknown place. And there where he put his head on a pillow that was a rock, he dreamed a dream 
of a ladder from heaven, angels ascending and descending. And when he opened his eyes, it wasn't just a dream. He knew. He said he called the place the house of God. And, and I don't know how many years I could have figured it out, but I didn't. How many years he went in the strength of that spiritual experience. But it, it, it took him through the season of laboring for his father-in-law Laban 14 years for, for that which what he, he covenanted for. And, and he, he kept him through being cheated. And it kept him through uh, being accused. And, and it kept him through uh, unfair times. And it kept him through when, when his father-in-law and his brother-in-laws could have killed him and taken his family and taken his stuff. But, but that, that singular spiritual experience kept him until he came back to the same place. And in this place, he was meeting his past and his future at the same time. He was going back to the, to the place where the trouble ran him out of town. And he's going back. But he's not just going back to face his past. But it is in that place of the past where God is going to bring his destiny and a, a renewed promise. And there on that strand of land where the soul is stretched. This time it wasn't in the dream. But it was in the struggle. An angel wrestled with him till the breaking of day. But something inside of Jacob, he said, I remember the last time I was here and I had to travel a few days before I got back to this supernatural experience and I cannot leave this place unless you bless me. I cannot let go until you bless me because I don't know how long it will be until I get blessed again. And so that tenacity grasped the soul of Jacob as he grasped the angel of the Lord and the angel of the Lord touched him, blessed him, and he left not just walking differently. He didn't just leave with a new name. His whole destiny was changed because he allowed the difficulty of the circumstance. He came a long way. He, he left hands of many days and many weeks, many years from the last time the Lord said. And he told the Lord, Lord, if you bring me back, I'll pay you a tithe of all that you blessed me. Amen. You know, it's something when you, when it's been a minute, when you've really felt the presence of the Lord and you're in that that, that supernatural place where God is touching you and you are touching God. Amen. We know what that's like because we've been there before. And I don't know how long it's been since the Lord's come down and just supernaturally blessed you. But I can tell you, He's given you enough touch and enough blessing to keep doing the will of God until it happens again. Amen. It's my prayer. It's my prayer that in these last few days of this year, in the first few weeks of the coming year, that the Lord would come down and give us a fresh meat, a fresh vision, a fresh prophecy. Amen. I want to encourage you today. I don't know how long, amen, you've been praying the same prayer. I don't know how long that you've been holding on to the prophecy of yesterday. I don't know how long it's been since the Lord gave you a promise and it has not yet come, but you've still got the faith. You've still got the meat. You've still got the strength of a touch from God. And I'm telling you, God, what you takes to keep coming because here you are. You're still here. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we love the Lord together? I'm almost done. Amen. 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 You know, how long 
how long was it before Jacob had another touch? It, it's my opinion that the next supernatural moment happened in the life of Jacob. Almost blind. Way, way older. He, he thought his son had died. He thought Joseph had died. He, he saw the bloody coat. He, 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 he believed that Joseph was dead. But I, I just imagine what a blessing. Oh, what a supernatural spark that was dropped down in his soul when he lifted up his eyes and he saw the wagons. And he believed again that Joseph was alive. Man, if he would ever rolled on floors, I bet he was a holy roller. Come on. Amen. Can I encourage you when, when, the, when the blessing comes, when the prophecy comes to pass, when the prayer is answered, you're going to remember, you know what? It's been a long journey, but I wouldn't take nothing from a journey now. I got to make it to heaven somehow. I got to make it to the promise somehow. Amen. I don't know how long it will be, but just keep on in the pressure. Keep on in the trouble. Keep on in the press because the Lord gave you what you needed to make it this far. And you're going to make it until you see the promise come. Amen. Because the Lord told you two years before the earthquake. Amen. Can we give the Lord some praise? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I remember I was 27, 28. I had recently started pastoring. I was ill-equipped as I am today. And uh, rather small situation. Kind of like tonight. <laughs> And I was praying, and I had the Lord speak to me. The Lord said to me, He said, You will be here for seven years and six months. Have y'all heard this story? Any? Raise your hand if you heard it before. You, you have. You heard it? Probably. I, I do retell stories, but I really try hard not to tell the same story many times. But I, the Lord reminded me of this. And uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, that's all right. The Lord spoke to me and said, you will be here for seven years and six months. And uh, I was like, did the Lord ever tell you something? And you're like, what? And you start like, that can't be God. And I'm like, Lord, you, you don't speak to people that way. I have never heard of anyone being told how long they would be somewhere. And, and it's like the Lord dropped in my mind a scripture text. First Chronicles, Second Chronicles, I don't have it in front of me. But, but I, 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 I mean, you know how it's when the Lord speaks to you. And you feel those Holy Ghost chill bumps. And I mean, I have, I have my hair standing up all over me. I was like, man. So I opened up my Bible. And I turned to that scripture, that chapter, that book, and it said, And David reigned in Hebron seven years and six months. Hallelujah. You talk about a word. That word was just, I mean, just it is like concrete, just set in my soul. And I'm like, okay. 
This is the will of God. I know this is God. And, and the Lord blessed us. We, we, we experienced some wonderful things. But but I, I went through a season like every six weeks, every two months, I'd have somebody call me and say, hey, this church is open here. Or, you know, this is the congregation. This is estimated uh, uh, income. It's got a parsonage. It's, you know, it's good situation, nice town. And uh, and the other part of that experience would be I'd have people come preach for me like, man, what are you doing here? So I had this pressure, and I would tell both people, you know, I'm just not interested. I'm in the will of God, and uh, I can't go anywhere. People say, "Why are you here?" I was like, "This is what the Lord, this is Lord, what the Lord did. I, I, I'm, I'm in the will of God." And one day, Kevin Chindall called me, and uh, his pastor, Brother Hargrove, had found out about the situation, and uh, Kevin said, I, "I think," and he called me. And, and I'm like, I, rebu I said, don't you call me again. I am not going anywhere. I know deep in my soul I'm in the will of God. I'm miserable. I hate it. I don't like this town. <laughs> but I'm not leaving. So don't call me again. And finally, people quit calling me. I'm just gritting it out. And uh, the way the math fell, I had been there for about, about, about a year as a youth pastor. And then I had left for about a year and a half. And then, uh, you don't want to hear the whole story. I ended up going back and I was a co-pastor for about six months. So it's right when I became the pastor. And uh, it was when the Lord said this to me. And... and uh, Brother Carroll came and preached for me about six years in from the time the Lord told me that. And uh, I said, man, I just don't know what's going on. I, I said, it's, it's just nothing wrong with church. I just was feeling whatever. And, uh, I, 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 and so he, he, he got up from a nap one day. Have y'all heard this? Okay. And uh, he, he said... Uh, he said, I had a dream. I said, okay. He said, I saw you in a green Dodge pickup. And he said, it was beat all to... Y'all know the word I'm saying? And uh, he didn't know my first truck was a green Dodge pickup. And he said, uh, I said, well, that's it. I said, what do you think that means? He said, I think it's time to get the... Out of Dodge. I'm like, man, I can't. I can't. I, 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 I've got a mandate. So he left, and one day I was praying, and I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, how long... You, I actually, I don't know what it was. I was praying. I was told the Lord, Lord, I know you told me how long I had to be here. I said, but I just can't take it anymore. I, I'm done. And I, it's like the Lord spoke to me and he said, uh, how long have you been here? And I'm like, I've been here six years. And it's like the Lord said, how long have you been here? And I said, I've been here six years. Unless, I don't know, the Lord may not speak to you all this way, but this is, they don't happen all the time. <laughs> but it happens sometimes. And the Lord said a third time to me, how long have you been here? And I thought, it's like, well, I was here for about a year as you pastor it. I was here for six months as co-pastor. 
And then I, I had this light come on. And I started doing the math. And it would be two weeks from that date for seven years and six months. And literally our last service was seven years and six months from all combined time of my being there. And let me tell you, that word kept me to get me to the end of that <laughs> seven years and six months. Now, I've been a little longer in this current journey because the Lord didn't give me no time. I feel like I'll go in the rapture here. And I do. I mean, the Lord might kick me out or y'all might run me off. But that's, that's, that's my general perception. I don't have... I, I have I have never sent my resume. I've never tried out for another church. I, I've never I have never done anything to make changes in my ministry because I feel that same sort of meat in my soul. Now I don't know. I don't know when the next meat comes. But my meat is to do the will of God and I am persuaded that the Lord that has given me and you a promise he is well able to fulfill it we look around and say I don't see how it's possible we've tried everything come on somebody but I believe that the Lord is going to help us do what we obviously can't do without Him. Amen? Amen. And so until that thing happens, by the help and grace of God, those dreams that we've had... How many of you had a dream? Uh, probably everybody. And, and about this church, you had a dream. How many had, had a prophecy about this church? Uh, I, I, probably everybody. And what I want to say to you is... I don't know when the next meal is, but I believe we have the strength to make it till when it is. Amen. I'm looking forward to hearing the dinner bell ring and the Father to say, come and get it. And I believe the Lord's going to help us see it. Amen. Can we just love the Lord together in Jesus' name? Truly, oh God, we thank you that, Lord Jesus, your word will not return unto you void, but it shall accomplish the thing wherein to you sent it. Lord God, I thank you today that you don't send us out on a journey without feeding us and strengthening us and guiding us and helping us and protecting us and putting people around us that help us. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that your will would be done, that your kingdom would come, that your purpose would be fulfilled. Lord, I pray if it be possible, Lord, if it fits into your will, Lord, that you would give us yet a another fresh word from God. I pray that you, oh God, would help us to see the foreshadowing, Lord, of, of what is to come, the first fruits of a great harvest. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen your people. Lord God, I pray that you would pour them out a blessing in which they are unable to count, able to contain, able to even uh, fully enumerate. 
God, Lord Jesus, according to their faithfulness, according to their prayer, according to their words, according to their desire, Lord, according to their request. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Bless them again. Let this year be a year of of unprecedented blessing. Lord Jesus, I pray, God, let the, the dreams, let the dreams be affirmed, confirmed, and even become real before our eyes. And everybody said in Jesus' name. You know, I almost think this is just an opinion. This is definitely not theology. This is Scottology. <clears throat> but I think that when Jacob saw those wagons, he had been laboring under a misconception for decades. He thought his dream -er was dead. <laughs> and got to imagine when he saw his dream -er wasn't just alive, but he was the richest, most powerful man in all the world. <clears throat> Come on, somebody. Yes, Lord. Amen. Let's love the Lord together. Jesus, we thank you today. We praise you today. We honor you today.